Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage. My name is Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. Brittany. Yes. Brittany. <laughs> Just get to the point. Brittany. Jarrell is excited and I am too because this is our one year celebration of Look at um, us. putting out Look at our us. Homeownership and Marriage podcast. We started it this time last year. And then I think actually this year we will hit episode 100. So this is episode 52. This is episode 52. And what we want to talk about today is not only just celebrating this one year uh, of just work and consistently trying to get together, fighting over ideas, brainstorming, listening to our audience, but we want to share some of the top things that we have learned from this last year and what could benefit you in your business, your marriage, and moving forward. You know, and I think it's important because in society, right, we live in a world where we're constantly celebrating wins, right? Everything we see is or come across, it's it's positive. I did this, I did this. And while, yes, we believe it is super important to those thresholds or those monumental benchmarks that you reach, yes, you, we want to celebrate them, but we also want to talk in depth about it and say, what did we learn? What yeah. could we have done differently? What worked? What didn't work? And really just make it a learning experience. And so with us having that conversation amongst ourselves, we said, what better way would it be than to hop on and allow our listeners to hear about what we had spoke about and what we currently are talking about in depth. Yeah, and I think what Brittany's honing in on is really celebrate success, but fall in love with revision, right? We want to celebrate the success because these things, I kind of want to use the phrase mile marker, but it's more, it's, it's deeper than that, right? These are things like Brittany shared that are monumental, And I think for us, just jumping into this topic and being vulnerable and sharing with you, not only our excitement and how we're going to go to dinner tonight and maybe have a glass of wine and talk about all the great things that we've done in this one year with the podcast, but we also want to share with you what we've learned. And I think point number one, right, we had to come to an understanding or come to grips. Seeking perfection is for the birds. That's just, you know, when we first started this, we thought we can write out every note, every word, and we're going to say this, and we're going to add this. And the reality, when it comes to scripted, it's hard to connect. And what we realized is when it got to the place where it became too scripted, it was hard for us to be who we are intentionally meant to be, right? We are the messy. We are the unedited. We are the raw. And that's what people love about us so much and what I love about Brittany and Brittany love about me. Yeah, and I think in kind of talking about that more in depth, again, we live in a society where everything needs to be perfect. And it's, what do they say? Even with listing videos that we see, right? Everything is Photoshopped. Everything- Do this in your video. Yeah, to the naked eye. You need to do this and do that. And I think for us, it really just takes away that personable 
experience. Mm. And I think, you know, midway through the year in us really talking about our business and, you know, the clientele that we want to attract and be sure that we're doing the necessary items for our clients is that we said, well, really what society wants us to do is not going to work with our business. And I think for anybody that's okay, because really for us, what we are sticking to are our, our values, right? Our mission and what we hold true, our core values with our business. And so, yes, might not be the normal thing to do, right? That you're seeing everybody else do, but for us, it worked. And I think another component as well is that Jarrell and myself, when we do our drives, like we've shared before, we have a showing day or we're headed to an open house to host, um, we like to listen to other people's podcasts. Yeah. Um, that you know, sometimes it's we're good. supporting you out there if you have one. Yeah, we're it, listening. We're um, we like to gather information and we like to learn and hear what other people are doing, and we're just absorbers, right? So with that, I think there's been plenty in the past where we've said, "Oh, we really like that one. Like yeah. great tangible items that I can, they're actionable, and I can I can implement daily." And then there's others where it felt like uh, I, I just I didn't connect. I didn't, and I think the ones where that kind of flipped the switch for us are the ones that we didn't connect with. Were the ones that felt super scripted. Yeah. Were the ones that felt like they were essentially trying to portray something that they weren't. Right. So just as for us, and we said, "Okay, this is what we like and what we don't like." We also need to mirror that in our business, but also be very intentional that we are um, being informers. We're giving knowledge because we're in sales, right? We're in a business, we're in a people business. And so that's what we do. And I think it's uh, even to take it out of the context of business, right? When we're talking about seeking perfection in any aspect of life, you're setting yourself up for failure, Why? Because when you become so focused on the details that you lose track of the bigger picture, when you're seeking perfections, when you're seeking perfection in business, you become so focused on this one phone call or or this one engagement with the client being so perfect that you lost the ability to connect with two or three other people, right? So when we're talking in marriage, right, because I want to hone in on this because it's a big big sticking point. It's a big challenge we're seeing in the U.S. As a man, if I expect Brittany to be perfect in all aspects, then that is asking for trouble later on in the marriage because the reality is Brittany's already perfect, but what we should be doing is supporting each other's progress, right? Have you ever talked to someone that's been married for 10 years? Have you ever talked to someone that's been married 25 years? And that conversation differs when somebody has been married 45 years. It's not perfection that you're chasing. It's progress. And for me to have this expectation for Brittany to look a certain way, walk a certain way, this is perfection. She would never be able to fulfill that. But the reality is, is Brittany, you look beautiful without makeup. I want you to be who you are and who you feel comfortable being. See, we need to live in a place where we're not seeking perfection, but we value the progress we're making in our marriage, the year over year, right? We turn about the, we talk about the ROI, but in our marriage, if you want a higher ROI, seek progress. Understand your partner's needs. Understand what they're working to do or what they're trying to achieve. And perfection is going to kill anything that you guys have on the horizon. 
You know, and it really um, makes me reflect and think about our series, The Uncut with the Lows. You know, if you haven't seen them, be sure to look it up on YouTube or any of our social platforms. But we talked about it in ensuring, just like what Jarrell is saying, in not seeking perfection, but when you're talking about a marriage or a partner, whomever, is that you're putting them in places where they're going to succeed. You're not highlighting their weaknesses. You're highlighting their strengths, but their weaknesses you come alongside them and equip them and help them so that that weakness does turn into a strength. I think that that's something that's Absolutely. important to to note. But also in wrapping up kind of our first point of seeking perfection, we see this even in our daily business with our clients. We help so many first-time homebuyers and they're newlyweds or whatever the case. And I think with the media and with the news and the different platforms out there, is that we have almost what it feels like an unrealistic expectation based on current needs or areas that clients are looking in. We see this all the time. Clients will say, oh, I'm pre-approved for this much, but I want X, Y, and Z. And I'm looking at Jarell and Jarell's looking at me like, I wish I could just turn water into wine and make something that can happen, but that's not realistic. So I think perfection from all different standpoints, right? From ourselves, from hosting the podcast, from ourselves with our marriage and our business, it really comes full circle. Yeah. And I think, you know, going into point two, because that was a great wrap up for that one, what we've learned also in this industry of as being agents, it is imperative to educate as much as possible. And the moment you get tired of educating is the moment you get you lose that connection. It does not matter if you're walking through the grocery store, if you're in a coffee shop, wherever you're at, expect. And for us, whenever they see our brand, right, I usually wear a hat or Brittany will wear a shirt. Hey, you're real estate agents. And I think any agent can attest to this, but what do you think about the market right now? Oh, yeah, we get that all the time, wherever we are, even if it's from somebody that we know or a stranger, we'll just get a text message. (laughs) Hey, what's the market looking like right now? Hey, what are your projections for the next couple of months? Hey, interest rates, right? So for us, like we've talked about in the past, it's so important, right? The cap that we wear probably the most is being problem solvers. And we've talked about that in previous episodes, but more so than that, we are essentially educators of the business, right? We study these trends. We study this on a day-to-day basis. And if you aren't studying, knock on you because I, I don't know how somebody can essentially be a real estate agent and not do the daily research. Yeah. Constant calls with lenders, checking in on X, Y, and Z. I think that that's just what's important. For us to be able to provide that information to folks and to report it, we have to do our own research. We have to do our own homework. We have to be in different circles and groups and having conversations with people so that we can give that information. And I think what we have seen is the mark agents fell in love with what they perceived the benefits of real estate to be, these large commission checks, all this other stuff. And I think what you come to realize is the agents that are in love with the day-to-day. A lot of people say, oh, you're married to your career or, oh, you don't have no freedom in your career. And the reality is the great agents understand how to take the practice of a nine-to-five and implement it into their business. We talk about time freedom. And you hear everybody using these same key terms or buzzwords. And the reality that you look at and what Brittany's hitting on is 
Those agents that are actually in love with studying the market, that take a look at the MLS and see the changes, see the properties, go view by themselves, will go view are the ones that are your knowledge brokers, are the ones that are able to provide those resources. So when you get caught off guard in a grocery store or a coffee shop and you wasn't quite expecting to talk to someone, guess what? You have to be prepared. And I think Gary V did a great job of highlighting this in his book. I might be misquoting it, but it's uh, Jab, Jab, Right Hook, right? You educate, educate, boom, hit them with the right hook and you entertain them. So when I'm in, when we're on the podcast, we are giving out these, these, these gems that we experienced in our day to day or our client interactions to hopefully highlight you and prepare you for when you decide to become homeowners or take the journey. But we also want to entertain you because we understand part of the hook, right? What is the hook and bait? What are they getting connected to? And that's why, you know, through this first year, we realized that jab, jab, right hook. And we have to continue to educate people, the masses, when they're ready to understand what to expect. Well, and I think the reason that why we do understand it is because we're also consumers, Every single one of us, regardless of what you do, where you are, et cetera, you are a consumer of something. And yeah. so just like what Jarrell said is we have to educate, 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 and then throw a little fun in there. It's because we understand that even when we're listening to podcasts, if I'm listening to a podcast and people are just talking about nothing, essentially, I'm deleting and moving on to the next one. I need something of substance, you know, for me personally. I need I need you to give me three items that I can implement right now in my day. I don't need something that is a long 12-year span goal or just talking around. So I think what I'm trying to say is that we understand and we have learned to understand our listeners more because at the end of the day, we are consumers as well. I think, and if I can just hone on that before we go to our next point, is there's different types of people that are listeners, right? Brittany is very cut and to the point. Give me my gems. Let me see what I can learn and apply them or use them or see if it'll impact my workday. For me, I am a storyteller. And a part about listening to a story and telling a story, you have to be able to place your listener or your consumer at the scene. And so when you're talking about the homeowner experience or we don't necessarily agree eye to eye on a lot of things in marriage, we want to put you at the scene to see how we work through this challenge. We want you to be there to see how we're helping our client overcome this big hurdle as a single mother. Because we can, from tragedy to triumph, be able to overcome those things through experiences, shared experiences. So I think that's important to understand is finding those audience that connect with, like, mm-hmm. I need to get straight to the point. Or give me a story that helps me understand the sequential learning process in this. Well, and just like Jarrell had said, that's the way that I prefer to get information and kind of how I'm wired. I'm, I'm very just get to the point. Like Jarrell, now that I'm sitting here laughing about it because um, he just said it is that he he is a storyteller, right? So sometimes if he's telling a story, I'll sit here and I'll just say, can you please get to the point? Because that's just how I am. But I think what's interesting though about us is, right, we're a husband and wife team. So we do this together. So it is possible to mesh and to blend both of those styles in a way 
that folks and listeners, regardless of what style you are, may or may not be attracted to the content. Now, if you're neither of those items, then maybe our podcast isn't for you, but it may be for somebody else. And I think that leads us to our next point. And I I just want to hone in on this because Brittany just brought that up. Doing business together while being married is hard AF. But I can tell you in just my experience, it is oh so worth it. And from what I've learned in life, and we've always heard these cliche things, you kind of have to choose your heart. You can choose to be, and I don't want to portray that single people are single because they choose to be single or lack of options, but being single is hard. You know, there's some things that come with benefits of being married and having a partner and being like mine and going through these things together. But there's also some some downfalls because, you know, me and Brittany, like she shared, we don't necessarily agree with a lot of things together, but we understand the value and compromise and finding a common goal or finding where those meeting grounds are and how we can service our clients that benefits both of our natures. Like, hey, Brittany's very to the point. I'm going to give you that understanding and experiential knowledge and help you understand why we're sharing these things. But I want you to understand, and what we've realized in this past year, is doing business is hard as heck, um, especially while you're married. But I can test, I don't know about Brittany, but I can share that I think it is absolutely worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. There, you know, we've learned so much just within doing this podcast together and even just our business and growing together, I think like Jarrell had said, is that it is very difficult. On most days, we likely aren't agreeing, right, For in terms of a decision. And it was very hard in the beginning because I said, no, I want to do it this way. And Jarrell said, no, I want to do it this way. So we had to come to some understanding. And I think what we've done a lot better at, correct me if I'm wrong, is that when we run into those hurdles, we both have an understanding of, okay, great, we both don't agree. Let's sit here and let's analyze the goal. What is the common goal? Okay, if the common goal is this, then you know what? I'm willing to sacrifice this. And Jarrell's willing to sacrifice this to meet that common goal. That's when things start to get fun and they start to get easy. Now, initially, your pride gets in the way of, yeah. man, I really wanted to do it my way. Or he said the same thing. But I think when you're talking about business, that's something that is so important. You're going to have to make sacrifices, right? Same thing with marriage. You're going to have to make sacrifices to to reach that end goal. I think another thing in thinking about just doing business together while being married, yes, it's very hard, but the consistency aspect and the accountability aspect, just even from doing this podcast for a year has been, in the beginning, it was super, super difficult. And I think that this is something that being married, we can now attest to being married while doing this, especially this podcast, for me has made things a lot easier because right, it's the same thing with, going to the gym at the very beginning of the year, right? The gyms are packed out. Everybody's like, you know, I'm going to go in uh, new year, new me, right? And then everybody knows by March, April, you know, the the buzz goes away because you have to make it on yourself to go to the gym, right? Yeah, now, if yeah. you're joining a gym of a community that is going to keep you accountable, great. Your results are likely going to keep you through the, the duration of the year. Or if you're going with a partner or maybe even your spouse, right? It makes things easier when you, when you have somebody that you're doing with it. And I think with doing this for a year, the consistency in the beginning and now looking back and doing some reflecting, it it was difficult. Some weeks it was like, oh my goodness, I don't, 
we just had a full day of showings and how are we going to squeeze this in? You know what? Let's just skip a week, right? Yeah. But we told ourselves, we're not going to skip a week. We are going to be consistent because this is something that we know later down the line will pay off for us, right? It is something that we want our clients to be able to use as a resource and we want to be able for the community to use it as a resource, um, even if we just don't see the results that we want to see automatically. But we also are very you know, sports-minded people um, and on a tangent, which we've spoke about many times before, is that we, we're, we're not the instant gratification type, right? We are the people that, okay, let's have that three, six, 12-year plan, you know, month plan, whatever the case may be. And we know that for these first however long months, years it's going to be, we're not going to see anything, but then we're going to see those results. And that's something we're okay with because that's who we are just personally, yeah. individually, and together. And I think really just talking about that three to six month plan, talking about consistency, it was very difficult in the beginning. But some of the things that helped us, right? <laughs> of course, I'm giving you this as an understanding that I'm bypassing a lot of those headache weeks. And that's what Brittany was talking about. There was weeks where we were so busy and it was like, dude, just skip it. Like, we can't get it done. But the first thing that really helped us was with consistency in the podcast was it doesn't exist unless it lives in the calendar. If that thing is not in the calendar, we're going to create any excuse why we can't get it done or it didn't happen this week and we'll try to make it up next week. And I think early on, we learned, you know what, put it on the calendar. One, production. Two, content review. Three, editing and all that other stuff. If we put it in the calendar, we're accounting for that time. And then it's holding each one of us accountable when it comes time to actually do it. No, we're not going to lay on the couch and take a nap. No, we're not going to sit outside and count the birds. We're going to sit down and get this production uh, skit done. And then we can move into whatever's next. Well, and I'll show you how crazy I am. I have my grocery shopping time blocks in my calendar because I Don't need even get to. Me started. Well, because just... there, but it, it just goes to show that anything that happens, it needs to live in the calendar. And the reason, you know, some people may look at that and will say, oh, well, that's crazy. Why do you do that? It's because our weeks are so filled and so packed that. If I choose to put that in my calendar, that means I'm going to meal prep after, which means we're going to have meals for the week. If I don't, then we're going to spend X amount of money going out because it's, oh, we don't have groceries. Oh, there's we're no meals. The we're stuck we on the road. Get, yep. Yeah. And we know financially, okay, what we want to spend per month. So for us, it always has to live in the calendar. And I think another thing that also helped too was really just when those consistency weeks were hard is actively listening to our audience. Instead of having a predetermined plan of what we wanted to talk about or what we thought that they wanted to hear was actually asking people and speaking with our listeners and our past clients and, hey, what what do you guys want to hear on a podcast? What, did you like this week's episode? Did you, you know, we really like feedback for us. Constructive criticism is always key. That's something that we want. And I think that that's something that really helped us, especially, oh, in the beginning, especially when we were both looking at each other, like, 
crap, what what do we even talk about? What, what am I going to say? Yeah, what, what do people even want to hear? I think that that was something that was super, super crucial yeah, just yeah. in this year over review of doing a podcast. Um, and it also just goes back to, you know, the business models. They talk about this in business all the time. Know your audience, listen to your audience mm. and ensure that you're giving your audience what they want or what they want to hear. That's like super key business 101. Yes, and uh, just a, just a <laughs> amen, Brittany, on that one. I think what we're going to talk about moving forward is if this first, se- this first season of homeownership and marriage was like the off season, year two is going to be the preseason. And year two is going to be combined with more interviews, more experts, yeah, more information. And you know what? It's not always about the good stuff. Like, oh, let me introduce you to our past client that had a great experience. No, we want to introduce you to a client that got to the end result, but that experience, the humps, the bumps, the ups and downs of escrow, we want to share that with the audience. So we are being, one, transparent, but two, preparing you that anything's possible in escrow, of course, we try to prepare you for a smooth one, but we also want you to be aware of what could come in your home ownership journey, right? Mm-hmm. This is a challenge. It's tough, but it's something that I've never met one client that said they didn't enjoy it. Two, it was so worth it. So this celebration is not just about Brittany and myself. This celebration is for two reasons. In one year, I, don't, I haven't told Brittany this, in one year of producing episodes, we had 2,100 downloads, which may not be much for many folks out there. But for us, it's a testament that people are listening. Keep providing stuff. And I'm going to tell you, for every two to three haters you get, there's one person that really, truly loves what you're doing. Well, and the funny part is when we started this show, we said... I'm just going to be happy if there's just one person listening, (laughs) even if it's just our family members or our friends, like if we can just get one, you know, so I think those numbers for us are huge. And in preparation for this next year, kind of what we have planned with our hundredth episode, we're, we're literally halfway there. And for other episodes, we're, we're just excited. We're excited because we have kind of brainstormed a couple of ideas for what we want this next year to look like. Folks, experts in the field that we have asked to come on the show, they are excited. So we will be pushing out so much content. We but, definitely got people asking. Oh, That's we so definitely have people asking. But also, as always, if there is something specifically that you want to hear, have us cover, please, please reach out. We um, are available on all platforms, our social media, email, our website. Oh my goodness, there's so many. It's Can you just... take a look at our beautiful new website? Oh yes, our new website, our amazing web designer. We just released that a couple of weeks ago. She did an amazing job. And so we are, we're just excited. It was a great year. It was a tough year, but we are excited to prepare for what's to come. So thank you so much for joining us on another episode. We look forward to the next one and many more. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. 
See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.